Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, final hour of The Lake Show. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And I want to kick off this conversation with letting you know that the phone lines are open at 651 Because I do have a very, very simple question based out of a story that to me is, is very, very troubling that I want to bring to your attention, and and you probably have already heard about it, but, you know, currently there are more than 33,000 people that are without electricity in North Carolina um, after two power substations were damaged by gunfire in what law enforcement officials called a targeted attack that could leave residents without power for days. A person opened fire at both substations Saturday, according to the Moore County Sheriff, Ronnie Fields, said during a press, uh, a news, a news conference. He did not say how the person got past the gates at either substation, but a photo from the pilot outlet um, shows the gate to one of the substations on the ground. The outages began at Carthage, North Carolina, around 7 p.m. on Saturday and then spread throughout the majority of central and southern Moore County, Phil said. He said power crews and deputies found extensive damages at the substations. Phil said the FBI and the North Carolina State Bureau of Investigation are investigating the attack, but authorities have not at this particular point determined... um, the focus of the motive. Now, there's speculation um, that this was an attempt to shut down a local drag show that had been targeted with threats of violence and calls to cancel the show in recent weeks. And so they're still trying to figure out if that was the reason why this took place. But this is my very simple question out there. Because it sounds like the attempt to shut down this drag show and this attack are connected. But this is the question. Why do you care or why do we care so much about how other grown people live their lives? Why? I, I, as I get older, 
I increasingly get upset with people that have problems with other grown people doing what they want to do in their own lives that are not illegal activities. If a man or a woman wants to go to a drag show, so what? Why do you care? Why are you making that your business? I don't I I don't want to be involved in what's going on in people's homes. I sure as heck don't care if a person goes to a damn drag show. I don't understand it. These are the these are the type of situations and incidents and fights that people are having right now in society. And it's it's a bunch of baloney, man. It, it, it's, you know, when you're a grown up and you elect to live a certain lifestyle and it's not negatively impacting someone else, it's not negatively impacting young people, kids, then I, I, I don't, I really, I don't have an issue with you. I, I just, I, I don't, and it just, as I get older, man, it just frustrates me when I see stories like this. And they'll, you know, hopefully they'll get to the bottom of it. Hey, the best case scenario would be that this random attack wasn't a part of trying to stop the drag show, right? But it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like there's a direct correlation between the two. But I just, I don't, why, why do we, you know, and, and some of you will be like, well, well, like, don't get all worked up because of it. But why are other people getting so worked up about what other people want to do in their spare time? Do people get riled up because people go to the 90s? Do people get riled up because people go to, um, what is it downtown on, on Hampton? The saloon? I, I, I just, I can't bring myself to that. Or what's the, what's the place on Washington? Um, the, um, oh gosh. It's right down from, um, U.S. Bank Stadium. The Eagle Bar or something like that? I just, yeah, let it's people the, live yep, their lives, yep, man. the, uh, the Eagle, uh, the Eagle Bolt Bar. Okay, let people live their lives, man. If 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 you are enjoying your life as a heterosexual, then live your damn life. If if somebody is homosexual or they're gay or lesbian or whatever or the trans, let let them live their life. I I, I just don't. You see what I'm saying, Chris? Like I, I, I just, I just don't understand, man, why we we continue to 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 view people 
mm-hmm. and they got to do it by the book. They got to do it this way. There are certain things in terms of how I want to live my life and bothering other people and being concerned about what other people do in their own damn time. I just can't do that. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not going to accept people that are pedophiles. I'm not going to accept, you know, people that are harming young people. But if you're grown and 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 you just you 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 are into specific things that aren't a part of my lifestyle or I don't do, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. What, I just they, don't I don't yeah. get it, man. Well, <laughs> there are some people out and there And the links to go to this to 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 try to think about this. To 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 be that upset and to do this, and now you've got 33,000 people without power? Man, it's, it's evil. They These are individuals that are being told that going to a drag, cream, a, a, a drag show is grooming children. Like, if you go to a drag show, you are pro-pedophilia. I mean, in, in, in their eyes... They are protecting the children, right? And, and they're, 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 you know, cleansing. They're, you know, they're, they're removing all of the evil because drag shows are unnatural, right? And, and to me, it, it is such a ridiculous premise that that would bother you that much. Number one, going to a, bra- a, a, a drag show does not make you a pedophile, okay? Drag queens and people that attend drag shows are not being groomed for pedophilia. My wife's best friend is a gay man who goes to drag shows. I've been to drag shows, and believe me, nothing like that is is going on. Number two, you're right. It, it, these are people that are just thinking of themselves, and it's it's so incredibly sad that they would harm, you know, 30,000, 40,000 people and have them be without power just to quote unquote own the libs, right? I mean, it, it, it's so ridiculous. And yeah, Henry, honestly, I I don't care. Like, I, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me what somebody does. Straight, straight, gay, queer, trans, bi. It doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm going to judge somebody on the character and who they are, not on their sexuality. And, and I feel like there's too much. External judging being on, and, and that makes me sad. It it, it really and, and makes we can, me sad. And we can take phone, and we can take phone calls on this too at six five one four six one nine two two six. Because this is the thing: I don't believe that everybody's going to heaven. I want to clean up enough of my stuff here on Earth mm-hmm. where I want to go to heaven. Everybody ain't going. Okay, so so how about I worry about my own backyard? As opposed to worried about what other people are doing, but that's not what everybody. Like, that's not that's not how everybody believes they get to heaven, though. I mean, there are people that really are. They're being told that these people are a negative. They're a negative influence and are legitimate uh, a legitimate harm to society. And if you eradicate them, then you are removing that evil part of society. So in in their this, eyes, they're they're doing the Lord the Lord's work. They're doing something positive. But this is the thing. To me, it would take any sane person to be able to look in the mirror and say, "Look, even though I don't approve of this lifestyle, this is not what I'm into. Mm-hmm. I I have to do me while that person's doing them. 
I'm not like I, I'm not gonna try to control anybody else's life. I'm not. No, I, I give you. it I give it perfect I give you a perfect example of, of being of being a friend to somebody. Okay. One night we're out at the uh the loom, okay? And I was showing my appreciation for people um that have been on my show. Like it's me, it's Dame Mizatani, um, it's Chris Hine, uh, Megan Ryan. Just we're, we're, this was a little bit over a year ago. Just hanging out with your friends, and so just, just hanging out with my friends, right? And, and, and well-known media members here in town. Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody's paid attention the last several years, one of our uh, main media members here in town is openly gay. And his name is Chris Hine, who you guys hear on the show that covers the Minnesota Timberwolves for the Minneapolis Star Tribune. And I am so happy to have Chris as a friend. Because remember, Chris, to, to give you guys a little backstory, Chris had a situation when he was in Chicago with the Chicago Tribune where there was um, a very unfortunate incident with one of the Blackhawks players where he said some um homophobic things and Chris addressed it. And in that moment, that was when he revealed that he was a gay man in the media space. Right. And so that night that we're hanging out, like, you know, there's several different places. We want to go bar hop a little bit, right? Well, this bar is about to close. Okay. This bar in the hotel is about to go. Where are we going to go? Yeah. Chris offers up the saloon, which is a gay bar, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think that anybody in our group blinked an eye when he said that? Of course not. No. We're rolling with our guy. Yes. Yeah. That's that's the way life is supposed to be when you love people, when you treat people with respect. That's what it's about. It doesn't – just because Henry Lake walks into the gay 90s or the saloon – all of a sudden, I, and I don't care what you think, because I'm very confident in who I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm well, there hanging out with my friends. Yeah, and that's and, the bottom line. And I've done the same thing, Henry. Um, as I said, my you know my wife's best friend is a gay man who lives in Kansas City. When we go see he and his you know boyfriend, now husband. We go to gay bars, and I have no problem in going to gay bars. None at all. You know, I mean, it's to me, it's about the company you keep. It's about the friends you're around. And I'm not afraid that something is, you know, that I'm going to be hit on or something is going to happen. I'm yep, there. I'm, I'm not concerned about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm there with I'm a grown-ass man that can speak for myself and say, hey, yes. uh, you know, uh, hey, I'm not. I'm not gay, but you know, it's it, no no worries. I'm not. I, you're not bothering me. Yeah, I mean, the worst thing that happened to me is they they made me catwalk, and I realized just how bad at catwalking I am compared to all of my wife's gay friends. And I'm like, yeah, you, you can tell I'm the one that stuck out, but I had a good time because I was with my friends, I, and that's and that's all that matters. At the end of the day, you're with people that you enjoy their company and you support them and you love them regardless of their sexuality and if it doesn't bother it it shouldn't bother you if it's not affecting your everyday life yep i got one more thing on this topic i want to roll it over into the next segment yeah, but if you want it. to call in six 
Yeah, 651-461-9226 here on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show News Talk 830-WCCO. You know, the question that we posed at the top of the hour is why do we care so much about how other grown people live their lives? Um, and we can take your phone calls and text 651-461-9226. That the uh, City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. And it sounds like we might have a couple of texts there. Um, give them to me. Yeah, I'll, uh, let, yeah, let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and, and read them here. Uh, first of all, um, good evening. I've got a good story. I'm 55 and at my 50th, my wife got me a drag queen for the party. Two people were upset. 138 were not. Uh, I've been to Mardi Gras and have been given whisker burns and at other drag shows. It's fun. And, uh, there's, and, uh, that's from, uh, one of our listeners. Uh, another one. It's not for everybody. No, like his no, wife, not. his wife, his wife was like, he'll appreciate this. He won't get offended by this. Like, it's not for everybody. And I'm not saying that it's supposed to be for everybody. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely. And yeah, you don't, you, you don't have to go if you don't want to, but I think there's a certain, well, we talk about because we were kind of talking about it in the break uh there's another one here maybe kids don't understand like you two do and i feel like henry this is i mean when you text in something like that i I feel it's a it's a good i think that's a good segue into just educating kids about what it is that that they're seeing you know what i mean it's it's i think explain to them truly you know what and what did i say in the segment anyway i said there's a difference between between like children and an understanding of the stuff Mm -hmm. and then being all up in the business with grown adults. Like when we talk about educating young people and teachable moments and being leaders, not only in our community, but in our households, Yeah, like you can talk to your kids or teach, you know, talk to your kids about what the heck is don't, I would think that most parents talk to their kids in their households about what's going on in the world. I'm sure that kids are on YouTube and they're watching things on social media and they probably have questions or they're seeing this or they're seeing that. Like, like it's not like you have to have a drag show on your block for your kids to see certain things or have questions about it. Yeah, there are a lot of things that, uh, you know, my daughter's 12 and I can only imagine the things that she is seeing or you know things that are being brought to her attention at school or you know out at, at some of her activities or things you know she might come across online you know she you know explores a little bit more but the key is to be there and answer any questions and and do it in a constructive way you know, I, I don't ever want to you know come across as being angry if she's got a question about something or you know ignoring it or downplaying it I feel like if if you've got a child and we've got another, you know, text here that says, you know, on the city's one talking text line, city's one plumbing talking text line. As an adult, if you want to attend a drag show, go ahead. Do you to bring a child? No, they don't have the capacity to understand or know what they're seeing. I, I do agree. But again, it's it's an opportunity to to teach them. You know, I, I feel like, um, yeah, I just I feel like. This is something that it's it's a very teachable moment. But hold on. But that's what I see what that texture saying. But to me, that's a slippery slope there. So Mm -hmm. then are we to say that 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 people that are in gay marriages, they shouldn't have kids. 
because it's not a traditional household as most people view it in society? I mean, what are we saying here? Are you telling people what they what they should and should not be doing in terms of the context of 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 things that are not deemed illegal in our society within the confines of how they parent their children? Like everybody is not going to parent the same way. Okay? And so so if you take your kids to sporting events where there's the Wolves and the Timberwolves or the Twins and all that stuff whatever, like typically like like I was raised, right? Or mm-hmm. if you're the parent that's taking your kid to a drag like I'm not going to sit here and say that as a parent I would take my kid to a drag show cuz I would not, right? Right. But but I'm not that person's parent, man. Yeah. I, I and it goes back to it goes back to caring about what happens in the confines of your life and your household. You can me trying to be somebody else's parent a couple states away and caring about what's happening that just don't work for everybody, man. No. It, I'm sorry. It, it it doesn't it doesn't matter to me what somebody does stray straight gay queer trans bi it doesn't matter to me like i'm going to judge somebody on the character and who they are not on their sexuality and, and i feel like there's too much external judging being on and and that makes me sad it 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 really and, and makes we can me sad. and we can say fun- and we can take phone calls on this too at 651-461-9226. Cause this is the thing. I don't believe that everybody's going to heaven. I want to clean up enough of my stuff here on earth mm-hmm. where I want to go to heaven. Everybody ain't going. Okay. So, so how about I worry about my own backyard? As opposed to worried about what other people are doing, but that's not what everybody. Like, that's not that's not how everybody believes they get to heaven, though. I mean, there are people that really are. They're being told that these people are a negative. They're a negative influence and are legitimate uh, a legitimate harm to society. And if you eradicate them, then you are removing that evil part of society. So in in their this, eyes, they're they're doing the Lord the Lord's work. They're doing something positive. But this is the thing. To me, it would take any sane person to be able to look in the mirror and say, "Look, even though I don't approve of this lifestyle, this is not what I'm into. Mm-hmm. I I have to do me while that person's doing them. I'm not like I I'm not going to try to control anybody else's life." I'm not. No, I, I give you. it. I give it perfect. I give you a perfect example of, of being of being a friend to somebody. Okay. One night, we're out at the uh, the loom. Okay, and I was showing my appreciation for people um, that have been on my show. Like it's me, it's Dame Mizzatani, um, it's Chris Hine, mm-hmm. uh, Megan Ryan. Just we're, we're, it, this was. A little bit over a year ago. Just hanging out with your friends. And so, just, just hanging out with my friends, right? And, and, and well known media members here in town. Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody's paid attention the last several years, one of our uh, main media members here in town is openly gay. And his name is Chris Hine, who you guys hear on the show that covers the Minnesota Timberwolves for the Minneapolis Star mm-hmm. Tribune. And I am so happy to have Chris as a friend. Because remember, Chris, to, to give you guys a little backstory, Chris had a situation when he was in Chicago with the Chicago Tribune 
where there was um, a very unfortunate incident with one of the Blackhawks players where he said some um, homophobic things and Chris addressed it. And in that moment, that was when he revealed that he was a gay man in the media space, right? And so that night that we're hanging out, like, you know, there's several different places. We wanted to go bar hop a little bit, right? Well, this bar is about to close, okay? This bar in the hotel is about to go. Where are we going to go? Yeah. Chris offers up the saloon, which is okay. a gay bar, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that anybody in our group blinked an eye when he said that? Of course not. No. We're rolling with our guy. Yes. Yeah. That's I, I, that's the way life is supposed to be when you love people, when you treat people with respect. That's what it's about. It yeah. doesn't just because Henry Lake walks into the gay nineties or the saloon all of a sudden, I, and I don't care what you think. Because I'm very confident in mm-hmm. who I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm well, there hanging out with my friends. Yeah. and That's and, the bottom line. And I've done the same thing, Henry. Um, as I said, my, you know, my wife's best friend is a gay man who lives in Kansas City. When we go see he and his, you know, boyfriend, now husband, we go to gay bars. And I have no problem in going to gay bars. None at all. You know, I mean, it's to me, it's about the company you keep. It's about the friends you're around. And I, I'm not afraid that something is, you know, that I'm going to be hit on or something is going to happen. I'm yep, there. I'm, I'm not concerned about. Yeah, that. I, I'm there. with. I, my I'm a grown ass man. that can speak for myself and say, hey, yes. uh, you know, uh, hey, I, I'm not I'm not gay. But, you know, <laughs> it's yeah, no, no worries. I'm not. I, you're not bothering me. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing that happened to me is they, they made me catwalk. And I realized just how bad at catwalking I am compared to all of my wife's gay friends. And I'm like. Yeah, you, you can tell I'm the one that stuck out, but I had a good time because I was with my friends, I, and that's and that's all that matters. At the end of the day, you're with people that you enjoy their company and you support them and you love them, regardless of their sexuality. And if it doesn't bother it, it shouldn't bother you if it's not affecting your everyday life. Yep, I got one more thing on this topic. I want to roll it over into the next segment. Yeah, but if you want to call in six, yeah, six five one four six one. 9226 here on the Lake Show. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. You know, the question that we pose at the top of the hour is why do we care so much about how other grown people live their lives? Um, and we can take your phone calls and text 651 461 9226. That the uh, city's one plumbing talk and text line. And it sounds like we might have a couple of texts there. Um, give them to me. Yeah, I'll, uh, let, yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and read them here. Uh, first of all, um, good evening. I've got a good story. I'm 55, and at my 50th, my wife got me a drag queen for the party. Two people were upset. 138 were not. Uh, I've been to Mardi Gras and have been given whisker burns, and at other drag shows, it's fun. And uh, there's and uh, that's from uh, one of our listeners. Uh, another one. It's not for everybody. No, like his no, wife. Not. His wife. His wife was like, he'll appreciate this. He won't get offended by this. Like, it's not for everybody. And I'm not saying that it's supposed to be for everybody. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. 
Yeah, no, I, I absolutely, and yeah, you don't, you you don't have to go if you don't want to, but I think there's a certain. Well, we talk about because we were kind of talking about it in the break. Uh, there's another one here. Maybe kids don't understand like you two do, and I feel like Henry. This is, I mean, when you text in something like that, I I feel like it's a, it's a good. I think that's a good segue into just educating kids about what it is that. That they're seeing, you know what I mean? It's, it's. I think explain to them truly, you know and, what. It and is. what did I say in the segment anyway? I said yeah. there's a difference between between like children and an understanding of the stuff, mm-hmm. and then being all up in the business with grown adults. Like when we talk about educating young people and teachable moments and being leaders, not only in our community but in our households. Yeah, like. You can talk to your kids or teach, you know, t- talk to your kids about what the heck is. Don't, I would think that most parents talk to their kids in their households about what's going on in the world. I'm sure that kids yeah. are on YouTube and they're watching things on social media and they probably have questions or they're seeing this or they're seeing that. Like, like, it's not like you have to have a drag show on your block for your kids to see certain things or have questions about it. Yeah, there are a lot of things that, uh, you know, my daughter's 12, and I can only imagine the things that she is seeing or, you know, things that are being brought to her attention at school or, you know, out at, at some of her activities or things, you know, she might come across online. You know, she, you know, explores a little bit more. But the key is to be there and answer any questions and, and do it in a constructive way. You know, I, I don't ever want to, you know, come across as being angry if she's got a question about something or, you know, ignoring it or downplaying it. I feel like if if you've got a child and we've got another, you know, text here that says, you know, on the Cities One Talking Text Line, Cities One Plumbing Talking Text Line, as an adult, if you want to attend a drag show, go ahead, do you, to bring a child, no, they don't have the capacity to understand or know what they're seeing. I, I do agree but again, it's it's an opportunity to to teach them. You know, I, I feel like, um, yeah, I just I feel like this is something that it's it's a very teachable moment. But hold on, but that's I, what I see what that texture's saying. But to me, that's a slippery slope there. So mm-hmm. then, are we to say that 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 people that are in gay marriages they shouldn't have kids because it's not a traditional household as most people view it in society? I mean, what are we saying here? Are you telling people what they what they should and should not be doing in terms of the context of 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 things that are not deemed illegal in our society within the confines of how they parent their children? Like everybody is not going to parent the same way, okay? And so, so if you take your kids to sporting events, whether it's the Wolves and the Timberwolves or the Twins and all that stuff, whatever, like typically, like like I was raised, right? Or mm-hmm. if you're the parent that's taking your kid to a drag, like, I'm not going to sit here and say that as a parent, I would take my kid to a drag show because I would not. Right. Right. But, but I'm not that person's parent, man. Yeah. I, I, and it goes back to, it goes back to caring about what happens in the confines of your life and your household. You can, 
me trying to be somebody else's parent a couple states away and caring about what's happening, that just don't work for everybody, man. No. It, I'm sorry. It, it doesn't. We've got another text here. That is being all up in other people's business. Yes. No, a- absolutely. Uh, another one, your discussion is based on the power sabotage is by someone against drag shows. How sure is that? Well, we know that it was targeted, and we know that there were individuals. Uh, and we laid out th- – we laid out the specifics of the case of what the sheriff said in terms yes. of them identifying reasons why they have not definitively, and we said mm-hmm. this in the opening segment, they have not definitively said that that was the motive, but that's what they're looking at right now. Yeah, I, I mean, and th- they do know that the substations were targeted and the attacks were intentional. Again, you you can look at a motive, but... We know where they're looking for their motive. You know, they may not have, you know, they may not have confirmed that. But if that's a direction that they're looking at, then, I mean, obviously all of the pieces are, are lining up into place. So, again. Yeah, and I, and I stated also in the previous segment, I hope that they find out that that's not the case. Yeah, right. I, I would love it if that's not the case. I, yeah. I mean, everything is everything is lining up as if it is. But I would certainly hope that it's not because I, I would I would hate to think that this was something that was targeted against a, a, a small group of individuals that you don't hate, that, that you don't like based on their lifestyle, because that's an extremely that's a disturbing thing to do. I mean, it's to hate somebody. Based it's on their disturbing lifestyle. that we're even dealing with a story like this. Yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, it's, it's crazy. All right, uh, we will take a break. We'll take a look at the local weather uh, and get the uh, the train back on the tracks. 651-461-9226 if people want to weigh in on this. But, uh, but coming up next, we do know where the Minnesota Golden Gophers will be bowling. We get to that next year on The Lake Show. I don't think there's any way to view – go for football this season as underachieving. That's the only way you can look at it. And I'm not going to sit here and crush PJ or crush the team. Um, we had some moments, man, and getting the ax at the end, that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. But to now end up in a season in which you thought that you were going to win the West Division, and it started like we're just whooping up on everybody, right? You're whooping up on some real bad teams, non-conference. And you're like, okay, it's go time. We're, we're going to – this is our year. And then you end up in the bad boy mowers pinstripe ball against Syracuse on Thursday, December 29th. That's disappointing, man. I mean, there's no other way to say it. And they're not the only – team that's going to be, you know, that you could say is disappointed to play on December the 29th. Oklahoma, the Sooners have been good. They've been a top-five program for years. They're playing in the Cheez-It Bowl against Florida State. But I think that this is – I think that this is a moment and this is a season that P.J. Fleck needs to take and he needs to say – you know what? This was a missed opportunity. Let's get to work. You talking about rowing the boat? Now 
more than ever, we need to roll the boat. Because yeah. that feeling of disappointment, that feeling of we underachieved, that's not something that I think that P.J. wants to happen again. And P.J. Fleck is good for the University of Minnesota. I think he's a good football coach. But there's no way that anybody out there could look at how this season started for the Gophers and feel like this is what they expected. And on the flip side of that, their opponent, Syracuse, same thing. Syracuse started on fire. Syracuse actually was ranked higher than the Gophers at one point this season in the polls. I think Syracuse mm. started off like 4-0, 5-0, and then they fell off in the latter half of the season. So this seems like a match made in heaven, right? Syracuse. Minnesota, a Thursday, <laughs> 2 p.m. start on ESPN. Man, you're talking Think about, about the uh, the historic, uh, just, I, I mean, you, you got me. Pinstripe ball. I mean, you, you got me ready to not give a rat's you-know-what about this game. Uh, I mean, it's, it's disappointing. We're playing, in a, we're playing in a baseball stadium. I know, right? It's just, it's so disappointing. It really is. And... I understand that there are so many bowl games now. Like, if you even hit 500, you're, you're guaranteed some, I mean, some random bowl. That's fine. At the end of the day, you, I can't look at this and be like, okay, this was way to go, Gophers. You know, wait, you know, you got the pinstripe bowl. Like, the worst, I, to me, this was, one step above not getting a bowl. And granted, you're getting a bowl. But I just look at this and I just shake my head. And yeah, it's it's an opportunity lost. When Chris Ottman Bell went down, it's like that completely changed the trajectory of that offense. And I didn't think it that would. That was a buzzkill. It, it absolutely was. But you had other teams that were in the same situation. I mean, Illinois is thought of right now as higher than the Gophers. Because... The, the the Music City Bowl had an opportunity to consider the Gophers, but they passed. They chose Iowa. I mean, Iowa averages like a point and a half a game, and you chose Iowa. <laughs> okay? I mean... You chose Iowa. You chose Iowa. You know? But if you got, you got picked... Illinois got picked over you. Like, yeah, you're at a bowl game, but... It's it's like all of the other girls at the dance were chosen, so you just had to take the girl that didn't have a dance partner, and that's what the Gophers are. The Gophers are the person at the dance that nobody wants to dance with, and you're like, well, I guess if you know, I got two minutes left, and I, you know, I want to dance, and okay, well, I'm going to ask this person to dance. That's what the Gophers are. The Gophers are the person that gets yeah. picked last, and it shouldn't be that way. It's it's disappointing. It's disappointing, but at the end of the day, like, like I'm not, I'm not like overly down on the Gophers. I mean, yeah, I'm a little bit bummed. It's a little bit disappointing and all that, whatever. But it is what it is. Like, you got the axe. Okay, coach. Uh, this is something that I think that you use. You use this motivation. I really do think you use that motivation. I, I hope. I you hope know. they do. I, I really, I really hope they do use this as motivation because I'm not a Gopher fan, and I feel bad for them. Like, I'm embarrassed that you're going to the pinstripe ball. No offense to the pinstripe ball, but apparently there's all the offense to the pinstripe ball. 
Like it's it's just it's another bowl that has got a sponsorship and it's a chance to play more football. That's great. But you're playing in Yankee Stadium. Like I, I when I think of bowl destinations, that's I don't weird. I don't think of the Bronx yeah. in late December. Hey, real quick, let's get into this for a couple of minutes. The uh, we found out yesterday. It was funny because a, lot, we were, a bunch of us were talking about it. We're sitting there, we're eating breakfast. Uh, they do a great breakfast at uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. You probably have heard about this uh, pregame. So everybody's kind of sitting around eating, um, watching the televisions, and waiting to see what the matchups are going to be. Who was going to make the college football playoffs? And it, it's revealed um, as we're sitting there what happened. And so it is. The four teams are Georgia. They'll be facing Ohio State, who slid in after USC lost. And you've got Michigan facing TCU. TCU lost to Kansas State. That was their first loss on the season. So we have one loss, TCU, one loss, Ohio State, and then undefeateds in Michigan and Georgia. I believe that they absolutely 100% got it right. I've been saying to people um, the entire last week or so, there's no way that Alabama should get in over TCU if TCU happens to lose. So I think they got it right. What do you make of it, Chris? Yeah, I I do too. There are some programs, though, that are always going to – I kind of base it like Selection Sunday in the NCAA. There are some that are automatically going to get a pass, even if they have below average seasons, just based on the pedigree of the program. And And that's Alabama. I mean, Nick Saban, I give him credit for, for trying, but, I mean, you, you, you can't argue with Georgia, obviously. Ohio State, Michigan, I mean, you see what Michigan did to, to Purdue. And, and TCU, I, I think that's kind of the, the outlier that you would think that based on everything, that, you know, that game against K-State, because it was their first loss. And, I mean, they're the first team from the Big 12 not named Oklahoma. To reach the playoff. So I feel like the, the, the ACC with Clemson, like they've always gotten in. The Big Ten has always gotten in. The SEC's always gotten in. You know, the, the, the Big 12's kind of in that weird, you know, that, that weird, they're falling apart every year. Can they sustain mm-hmm. it? They've got teams coming in and out. TCU's been a solid program for many, many years. So it, it is nice to see them get a shot and, you know, let's let's see what they can do against Michigan. But yeah, I th- I think they did get it right. Sounds good. I think they did get it right. Yeah, I think they got it right too. And, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I can't wait to bet on the college football playoff because you know why? You're gonna make money. I think TCU. I think TCU is gonna beat Michigan straight up. Oh, I think that. Have you seen the line for this? No, I haven't. Have you seen the line? No. You haven't seen the line? No. What is, what is it? The line is Michigan by nine and a half. There's no way they're beating TCU by ten. Damn, I'm blown away by that. Okay, yeah, now yeah, now I see it. Yeah, that was set by yeah, set by Caesars. Huh? Okay, that's that's insane, dude. I I wonder what the money line is. I'm taking TCU money line. Okay, I I can't argue with that either. I'm dead serious. I don't. I think that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a popular play. Taking taking the money line in that. I can see it. I can totally wow. see it. Now, now that That's I crazy. now that I see it, yeah, absolutely. And it'll be two days after That's the crazy. pinstripe bowl, so it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, final segment. We'll do headlines, and then we're done on the Lake Show.
All right, with no time to waste, let's dive into headlines before we're done here on The Good Neighbor. All right, H. Lake, let's get to it. Are you a uh, Red Hat Chili Pepper fan? Yes. Awesome. Well, you are in luck, my friend, because you are going to have the opportunity to see them because they are going to bring their band to U.S. Bank Stadium on Saturday, April 8th, 2023, as part of their global stadium tour. They're going to play Fargo in the Fargo Dome two nights before Thursday, uh, April 6th. Tour is in support of two albums they released in 2022, Unlimited Love and Return of the Dream Canteen. It's the fourth date in the 23-date tour. They're going to be joined by The Strokes and King Princess. Tickets go on sale Friday at RedHotChiliPeppers.com. I would love to go to that concert. I'm dead serious. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. There you go. Man, let's go, Red Hot. See, I'm a... Especially after I was not able to see Rage. Um, see, and I, I, I like Anthony Kiedis. I, I don't know. People think, you know, I mean, Flea's just, Flea would be interesting oh, to I see. I love Flea. He'd be interesting to see in person because you don't have any idea what you're going to look at. But, man, yeah, I, I know. I like Anthony Kiedis. Hey, the Supreme Court declined on Monday to take up a case brought against Dominion Voting Systems and Facebook after the 2020 election by a group of voters who claimed the companies illegally influenced or interfered with the contest. Now, lower courts had previously rejected the case, ruling that the eight voters lacked the procedural threshold, notice standing, needed to bring the suit against parties, including the Center for Tech and Civic Life and Mark Zuckerberg, Meta CEO. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Yeah. This is, this is one of those where people are just... I don't know. When I see the story in the headline for this, I kind of yawn a little bit because I'm like, we all we all knew the deal, man. We all knew that this was being pushed by, you know, Fox News and all the, you know, Mike the fake Lindell. stuff out yeah. there. And I'm like, this, yeah, it just made no sense. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, there's, it's, it's much, of, you know. Oh, Dominion about to get paid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They definitely are. Hey, if you've seen the uh, the trailer for Cocaine Bear making the rounds on Twitter. You might have I've, I've seen it being pushed and talked about on Twitter, yeah. but I haven't like taken the time to actually dive into the trailer. What oh, do you think? Okay. It says it's inspired by true events because there was a bear that overdosed on cocaine in the 1980s. Film's going to be released in 2023. In the film, the bear goes on a cocaine-fueled killing spree after its drug binge. In real life, story has a less sensational ending. Um, hmm. Bear uh, did not make it after... Accidentally overdosing, a duffel bag of cocaine was dropped from a small plane into the mountains of Georgia by Andrew Thornton, who died after parachuting from the plane. And then the uh, apparently the uh, smugglers' cocaine parcels, um, they were searching it. The bear was found near the duffel bag, 40 packages of cocaine ripped open and scattered over the hillside. So, I mean, I, so I, I want to see the, it. The, the- the person parachuted and they died after they parachuted, so it was an unsuccessful attempt. It well, yes, if you die, that is an unsuccessful attempt at. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about when. They, no, I'm talking about. Did they die because of they they because of the parachuting, or was there something else about them being out there by them amongst themselves where they died? Oh, I I I read it as what, like it, whether they starved to death or whatever. No, I I read it as they oh. died from parachuting and. Okay. You know, the bear just happened to stumble upon the drugs. So. Got you. Got you. Also, we should make mention to uh, breaking news tonight. Uh, actress uh, Kirstie Alley, she passed away 
at the age of 71. Have you seen that? I did, yes. She passed away at the age of 71 due to cancer. Man, rest in peace. All right, uh, we got a full show tomorrow night. We'll talk to you then. The Late Show right here on The Good Neighbor. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.